Hello there. This is Book Talk on Book Place. And uh, on Book Talk, as always, we get to have an author come and tell us about his book or her book. And today we are very honored to have with us one wonderful guest who is known as Christina Foxwell. Christina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Christina Foxwell. I got it right. Thank you. And uh, Christina Foxwell is actually the founder of ignitepurpose.com.au. And she's going to tell us about that one. But uh, what we are very interested in right now here at Book Talk is a book that Christina is launching in just a while, known as Grow Me. 12 Steps Guide to Personal Growth and Success. But I'm not going to talk about it since we have Christina with us. Christina, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Anthony. It's so lovely to be with you on the show. I feel very, very privileged. Thank you. Yes, and we are really honored to have you here. And uh, as we get started, we'd like to know much or a little at least mm -hmm. about yourself. Please tell us. Okay, so I'm originally, don't you like that? The original root of me was from okay. Africa. Oh. So I was born in Port Elizabeth, South Africa. Okay. And um, I migrated to Australia with my two children 13 years ago. And now I am a proud Australian because I am in this country and I'm grateful for the goodness they have provided for me. And I run, I'm a mother. I'm a grandmother. My grandson is one year old. I'm very grateful. Uh, I know. And I am a, a mother and a mother-in-law and I have a wonderful son and I have a beautiful husband. I'm a daughter and a sister and I'm a, a leader and someone who is moved by making a difference in people's lives. That's, that's kind of who I am. Oh, that's wonderful. And, uh, Ignite purpose. Mm -hmm. mm, let's know about it also, please. Okay. So I use this analogy that sometimes we are pregnant with purpose. Mm -hmm. So we get born with purpose and we carry it around with us. Yeah. And then, you know, if we don't get to our purpose, we get frustrated. Mm -hmm. And so a few years back, I, when I got to Australia, actually, I started wrestling with purpose. Okay. I, I, I knew I needed to do something that wasn't what I was doing at the moment. Mm -hmm. And it was, a, it was a wonderful yet challenging thing. And having given birth to some kids, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I went through this place where I believed that we can do things different. We can help people evolve who they are. Mm -hmm. So they can be happier every day. They can be more purposeful in their jobs. Yeah. They can be more effective in the work they're doing. Mm -hmm. They can enjoy it and really bring the best out in themselves. And I also knew that the age old way of teaching people, just sending them to a course to teach them a structure or a process, it wasn't getting results. Mm -hmm. People weren't changing. People weren't growing. 
They yeah. were going, getting an education piece, but didn't know how to bring it to life. Mm -hmm. And that bringing to life piece was what I wanted to capture in my work. Yeah, okay. So I started Ignite Purpose. It's our ninth anniversary now. We're going into our 10th year, which is wonderful. I'm mm -hmm. so grateful. Yeah. And in this time, it's evolved. So we really look at the culture hive within an organization. How do we bring a hive to life? Yeah. But that hive has got a component and that the heart of the hive is every single person who brings what they have so mm. that we can be better together. And I'm so um, passionate about that. And that's really what Ignite Purpose is. We actually work in the corporate space. That's where our work is. That's where I often say they, they hire me, but they don't exactly know what they're getting. Uh, and when they've got me, they're not sure what to do with me. And mm. then we start the transformational work and people's lives start changing. Um, and that in itself is different and a little bit alternative and then at the end of the day this culture turns into the space where people start making like your village where people start making space for other people around them and you know what I do believe that's the cultures of organizations we've got to have in the future because people matter ah sure they do they matter you talk of the hive the hive and I think you've taken that from a beehive where absolutely yeah, where we get the honey the sweet thing from can you <laughs> please explain us how they relate to the work environment and of course uh, it's the lessons we may draw from there so so when i was trying to when i was working in this high performance culture piece mm -hmm. i always said we've got to connect people and performance and when they come together it's like an alchemy because then from that comes this beautiful piece of richness of success and and better customer engagement and better profits and better it all becomes better because yeah. we're bringing people and performance together mm -hmm. and then as I was working I'm very creative I was like come on it, it needs to go to that next level because we're talking about the individual and then we're talking about the leader leading themselves as an individual and then leading people yeah. and then we extend it into the hive where we go we know each bee in that hive knows its job from the queen to who everybody knows their job everybody works together uh -huh. you know they work as a hive they work as a team they work um relentlessly to make honey to to build this place where they can be together and mm -hmm. where of course honey is beautiful and sweet and that's the outcome of the work right yeah. the outcome of the work is fragrant as i call it it's beautiful uh -huh. but the input of the work means we all know who we are who we are as a person how we bring what we have how we lead with courage, love, with honesty, um, with, with character, and then how we bring it together and we learn how to be together. And that's why there's the hive. So I'm really excited by the hive because I believe the hive concept is going to create higher performing organizations. And I've seen it. it. Keeping that hive working, though, is a consistent challenge for each person to keep filling their cup. Huh. And I like the fact where you mentioned that, uh, and this is exactly what you're saying, first know how to lead yourself so that you can lead others. I mean, you cannot lead others if you, if you yourself are out of control. So I, I, I absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Because often I'll get phoned by, I call myself the open heart surgeon of organizations. Mm -hmm. I get phoned when the wheels sometimes have fallen off the wagon mm -hmm. and someone 
is in an overwhelmed state as a senior leader. Yeah. And they are desperately good technically at their job, but they're wrestling with how to get people to be better with them to deliver the outcomes. Mm -hmm. And then they call me and I work with that leader. Now, Anthony, the gift is, does it always work? No, the honest truth is it doesn't because mm -hmm. I can't make you change and I'm not there to fix you. I am only there to guide you, to help you as you're going on this journey, to have someone next to you, to guide you, to show you elements of your growth mm -hmm. and for you to choose it because that is what you bring. Always is choice. Yeah. And the fact that... Uh... Most of us look at a place or an organization as a whole, where, whereas that organization is made up of individuals. So we have to focus on each and every individual and uh, look at the points that we can put forward, the ideas, the principles that we can expose to them so that they grow as individuals. And once they grow as individuals, then the whole organization will grow. 100 percent yeah and that's why i wrote the grow me guide mm -hmm. because to try and teach people about growth yeah they've got to go on a journey mm -hmm. and so i've broken this guide down very practically and so i mean anthony i'm dyslexic and i've seen we hand books to people they never read them there's too many words in them i've tried to make it simple there's pictures <laughs> yeah. you know there's bullet points there's my story to make it relatable uh -huh. um and then there's teaching people how to reflect mm -hmm. by asking some questions for them to think. And I think when we do this, we start unlocking those layers of growth. Because for someone to just be to grow, they go pick up a book, they read it. They still don't know how to do it. I've got to go from this, the head space, into the heart space, into the action space. Yeah. And that's the only way to get it to move. Mm. Beautiful. Did I articulate that okay? <laughs> yeah, sure. And when you mention about picture or image, mm -hmm. I kind of uh, want to imagine that, and uh, because I've had a, a glance at what you do, I don't think this is your first book. No, I have two other books. I've got two human stories. Yes. Um, <clears throat> the one is called uh, Oscar the Pufferfish Owns His Pop. Yeah. And um, that one is really, <laughs> my son was bullied at the age of, uh, I'd say about nine or 10. Mm -hmm. And I could see him withdraw from society and become very prickly. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side, the flip coin, I'm working in organizations where leaders are very prickly. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking these two sit together. And then I got introduced to Dr. Brene Brown's work probably seven years ago. Yeah. And her work started transforming my life. Mm -hmm. And then I started looking at empathy and realizing empathy is the only way to get people from that prickly state into self-accountability. And so I wrote the story about Oscar. So in my practice, we have these purple puffer fish toys, which yeah. I'll throw at people every now and again. We have fun. They mm -hmm. get a whole kit of crazy when they work with me, Anthony. But part of it, we introduced the puffer fish concept that when a fish is fluid, it moves, it's agile, it's free. And then as soon as fear kicks in, it pops. Yeah. And it puts its spikes out and it poisons its world. And that's exactly what we do as human beings. Mm -hmm. And so that story is a human story for people to share with their children, mm -hmm. to read it so that the family can start being accountable for popping and how to get out of that with love. Beautiful. And then the, the other story is my story. 
And it's about my story of belonging. So it's Astra the unicorn finds her belonging. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Anthony, when we started our conversation before we got online, we spoke about a bit about my life. My dad was a minister, yeah. a religious minister, and he and my mother loved me so much. They, they wrapped me in their arms of love. Mm-hmm. And I always felt I was a little bit different. So the story is about this unicorn that that's born between the sun and the moon because they love each other so much. And this unicorn is their, is their product. Okay. And then at the age of 10, this unicorn falls to earth and has to find her gift, her belonging. Yeah. And she decides, you know, we're both from Africa. She goes into the savannah and she goes, hey, zebras, like I'm going to hang out with you today. Mm-hmm. And they take a look at her and they go, yeah, no, you're not because you're way too bright and shiny and you don't fit here. Mm-hmm. And she's very upset. Like she's rejected. She goes and sits by this mud pool under a tree, under the stars. And she's crying and she's saying to the stars and the moon, why can't I be like everybody else? So she sees the mud and she goes, I have got a plan. I'm going to roll in this mud, man. I'm going to cake myself in this mud. I'm going to run out on that savannah tomorrow. And those zebras are going to love me. Mm-hmm. She runs out into the savannah. She stinks. She's dirty. They laugh at her because they can still see her horn. So she's still not good enough, right? Yeah, yeah. And then she sees this troop of monkeys and she goes, I'm going to swing in the monkey. I'm going to, those monkeys are free. I'm going to be in the trees. I'm going to swing from branch to branch. But I can't because I've got hoofs and I've got a tail. Mm-hmm. And I don't fit there. So where do I belong? Mm-hmm. And then she goes through this place where she finds this eclectic bunch of animals that just love her for who she is. And then the storm sweeps up and suddenly she starts using her gift and she covers them with her sparkle. And they don't get wet in the storm and they don't get, they don't get blown around. They're safe. And as she starts doing that, she starts singing and her voice puts them to sleep. And then she hides when the storm is over because she thinks they're going to laugh at her, just like the giraffe, just like the zebras and the monkeys. And she goes and finds a space and she hides and they find her. And they tell her that her gift is a gift to them and that she's perfect just the way she is. And please, will she bring her gift so that they can be better together? And so that's the unicorn story. That's Um, a beautiful story. And in it, already I identify so many lessons inside there. And it's not just one, but so many lessons in the story. It's a beautiful story. It's, you know, I wrote it after I sat meditating at an airport, as you do when you're busy working. (laughs) And I was on a flight between Melbourne and Sydney. Mm -hmm. And I was in that beautiful space of self-acceptance and love. And this book just came out of my heart. It's beautiful, beautiful. And thank you. It's also aimed at uh, young, young. It's people. aimed at families, absolutely. So oh, yeah, but but I like the fact even when you mentioned about the first one with the toys, and uh, I like yes. the fact that the same principles that you teach the young when they are just growing up, exactly, they can be employed in business also because uh, this is these are things that you have adapted even when you're talking or coaching or organizations and individuals into growth. Anthony, absolutely. When I go and see my CEO clients, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. That puffer fish is sitting on their desk. That yeah. purple plush toy is sitting there looking at them, reminding them to bring the best of themselves, mm-hmm. reminding them to own their fear, yeah. reminding them to show up bravely. And I think you're 100% right. So I took all the principles I work in, yeah. And I've applied it to my whole life, mm-hmm. not just my work life. 
And so you're right. If we can teach children from young that they belong, yes, that they're good enough, uh-huh. that the gift they have that matters, it matters. It doesn't have to be the perfect gift. There is no perfect gift. What I have matters. It matters. Please bring it. If we can teach our children that we love them, and if we can teach them empathy and we can teach them kindness, we're making this world better. Yeah, sure. Sure. We're making this world better. Then they don't have to read the Grow Me when they're older to learn how to grow me because we've already grown them from the beginning. You know, I mean, wouldn't yeah. that be amazing? It's amazing. It's quite amazing. And uh, <laughs> talk about uh, this world. It's a beautiful world. Uh, and and it's it, now we are going into your world of books. And uh, I like the fact that you mentioned that uh, your father was a minister and uh, he having grown in also such an environment. I can identify that this world of yours is growing beautiful and bigger. It started with uh, reflect that story that we've had when we are being told how the world came. Start with Oscar, if that's <laughs> Oscar, the man. Oscar. Oscar. Oscar doesn't have to be lonely. And comes the lady who is Astra, you reflect. Astra. And now yes, we have right. the world that is bursting. And we have grow me now. <laughs> we have grow me. Yes. And you know, I have another book that I'm writing now called um, Free Me. Mm-hmm. And I've got, an, I've got like three or four things I'm working on. There's um, no stop. There's no stop. I know there are many, many more books that are coming that are along the line. I mean, they're busy being birthed because yes. if, 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 if we can. Oh. What happened to Storytell and yes. take people on the journey. You know, we just got to storytell, Anthony. We just yeah. got to take the people on the journey. Mm-hmm. That's why we write and we talk about it. You know, you know, in Africa, when we can sit around and my grandmother used to tell us stories of who we are. Yeah. Did your grandmother do that? Sure, sure. Sure. <laughs> she did she did tell us stories, and I tell it in my book that is somewhere there at the back. You see, and I love, I'm going to get a copy of your book. Um, (laughs) This is the thing. Mm -hmm. Stories is what people feel with a story. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say to you, not everyone appreciates the human stories. I give it to executive teams. They get this pack. And in there are the Astra and the Oscar. Okay. And I had one executive give the feedback through HR going, hey, that book didn't land. And I said to him, why didn't it land? Did they look at it? It links to all the concepts we've taught them. And they said, because it's childlike. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, that's, that's sad because shouldn't we be more childlike to be curious, to understand, mm-hmm. to look into things, to be amazed by the wonder that we live in every day. Yeah. To be amazed. We lose that as adults and we become you know, in the shell, I've got the shell, I've got to be an adult. What? Why? I've got to be a human. I've got to be a good human being. Anyway, that's my passion. I'm so passionate about it, as you can hear, Anthony. We can tell, we can tell that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's go into Grow Me, where I still we believe going? that we have still some childlike principles that we draw from as we are growing up. Now, tell us a bit more about 
Gromi, uh, the book that is launching in just a short while, and I think you have a copy there. Can we have a look? I, I fetched this. I got this from the printer today. You oh, can't really today. Whoa! Today how, it how arrived today. And this I is the limit. Of, yeah, because of the background there is not so visible. But you don't really want to see my background. Part of it, and we can. I'll do it like it. that. Can you we, see it? It's okay. It's okay. And now we see it well. We see it well. Thank you very much. Okay, so so th this is. There's only 74 pages okay. because I've written it as a, like a diary, like a guide. Okay. I want people to use it. I don't just want them to read it and put it down or mm -hmm. not to read it because it's too big. Okay. Um, so I'm happy to just read this front cover for you, the front first page, if that's Please okay. do. Please do. Okay. This is my story. For many years, I worked endlessly to prove my worth. Mm -hmm. I fought hard to show that I was good enough. I achieved so many things and yet I was wrestling with me. Mm -hmm. I was empty, frustrated, exhausted, hard, judgmental and tough on myself and others. My favorite phrase was pull yourself towards yourself. I didn't have time for people who couldn't get on with things. In fact, in reflection, I was the hardest on me. I thought self-development was unnecessary. Actually, I feared it. And I only needed me and my ability to learn cognitively and my, my power to move through challenges and to win. I had to push myself and I had to buy my own story that I would not be loved and accepted if I didn't achieve. I needed to prove to those who hurt me that I was good enough. Well, did I have news for me and you? My tough exterior was heavy to carry. I was definitely not showing up my best, not able to show those around me the real me, thereby not living my best life. I had developed these muscles to carry my armor. I was strong. What had I achieved? I'd worked my way up to executive leadership, been in global executive teams, managed life as a single parent, moved countries, survived domestic violence, started a successful business and so much more. Does that sound like I was living the dream? The answer is no. I was not. I kept getting caught in similar situations, not good for me. It was the cycles of behavior and circumstance that I was recreating with expertise. Every time I came, I overcame, I achieved something new. Every time I came through a cycle, I was less happy, less fulfilled, more shameful. I'll get to shame later. I kept chasing worthiness and happiness, and it felt like Groundhog Day. I wanted to be happy, and yet I didn't know how to get there. So growth starts with me. Beautiful. Just beautiful. So this is what I've done in each chapter. I've shared a part of my life. Okay. And then I've referenced some researchers like Carol Dweck with Growth Mindset. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there is this amazing woman who no longer is with us. She's no longer with us. She's passed mm -hmm. away. Mm -hmm. I watched her on Oprah the other day because I love Oprah. So if anyone else out there doesn't love Oprah, I'm sorry, but uh -huh. I, like, I like her. Okay. Yeah. And I want to give you this lady's name, um, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. Um, she survived the Holocaust. Okay. Okay. Um, I watched her story. And, and to be truthful, she spoke about love and she spoke about fear. Uh -huh. And she actually contextualized that love is okay to talk about in life. Because we don't want to talk about love. Love is like, a, ooh, no one wants to talk about that. I talk about love in the workplace. Sure. I talk about how do, how do I look at you, Anthony, and go, man, I really love you. Mm -hmm. Not love you, like, ooh, let's get, you know. I, I love who you are, and I'm so grateful you bring who you are. Mm -hmm. 
you know, it's that extension of kindness and the acceptance that we've got to have with each other. So I talk about love in this book. I talk about shame. I talk about the shame cage. And if you've read my story on my website, then my timeline, at one stage in my life, I felt I was breathing shame. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had my marriage fall apart. Part. I'd gone through domestic violence. I married again. That fell apart. I, that's another story all on its own, man. And as it, it was those cycles that I kept living through. So I needed to be the change I needed to see. The change couldn't happen outside of me. It needed to happen inside of me. So there's nine chapters in here. We were originally going to do 12. We carved it back to nine okay. because we thought they're probably going to fall apart after nine. So best we only keep it at nine. <laughs> um and we're launching a book club on facebook Mm -hmm. i'd love you to be in that book club because i'd love us to talk about your book anthony um but we're going to launch this book club on facebook we are i just every client that works with me gets a copy of the book okay because i want them to work through what growth is yeah and i want them to choose the unlocking of self Mm -hmm. because i cannot do that for them only sure. they can. Sure. Now, as I much don't know as I express yes, this clearly, no, that's quite very, very clear. And uh, as long as we are offering the principles and the ideas and presenting them to people out there, to clients, to organizations, it's up to them. Absolutely. And it's, it's up, up to the to person them. who is viewing this video right now whether he or she is going to choose growth or choose decay because I heard once that uh, mm-hmm. and that's a fact of life when yeah. something stops to grow then it starts to decay yes that's true so if you're not growing please look where you're going are you growing or are you decaying so choose growth and you know what that decay piece we know we're decaying but we don't know how to stop the decay mm-hmm. and we can we can. we can and no amount and no amounts of money and no amounts of the next promotion and no amounts of the sexy partner and no amounts of the nice sports car uh-huh. is going to change the inner part of who we are yep only we can do that uh-huh. only and the only we can do that no one yes. can do that for us like you can't you can't buy it with money to feel better yeah. Growth is something you choose to walk through. And it's nonstop. Oh man, it's an evolution. It's continual. I was sitting with one of my team the other day mm-hmm. and we were, we were busy working on a new uh, program with Shazad Shamin from Stanford University. Okay. Um, and it's called Positive Intelligence. And she was going through it with me and she, she went, man, I have done so much growth. Why am I still growing? Like... <laughs> It's not ticked off the box. I said, it's not a checklist. <laughs> it's not a list I can make to tick it off. Because here's the thing. As soon as I start growing and start shedding some of the stuff that I have carried with me that no longer serves me, I find other stuff. Yeah. And I start recognizing the other stories I've told myself. Mm-hmm. And then I start recognizing more. And, and I just keep taking the layers off. And by the way, I think the exterior layers are sometimes easier than those ones deep inside. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. And uh, now, if we are not going to grow, and this is what I want to imagine. I'm, I'm someone who had 
been uh, slow on adjusting to technology because technology is flying so fast. And uh, I stuck for quite a while with my first phone that I had bought, even when the smartphones had come. And uh, at that time I was uh, leading someone, one of the followers says, hey, you as a leader, what are you displaying to us when we have better phones than you? And uh, we have a smart smartphone and we, we, you, you, we just see you trying to work around with this old kind of phone. And I said, okay, I can't avoid change. I can't avoid growth. It's gonna grow, it's gonna change. The technology is gonna grow so fast. And if you're not willing to change and grow, then you're gonna be the laughing stock in your environment. <laughs> You'll be you'll be left behind, and yes, the yes. Thing, you mm-hmm. you won't be able to be with others. Yes, so so yeah, I'm totally with you. Yeah, the world is changing, the environment is changing on a daily basis, and you've just got to choose growth, whether you like it or not. And and here's the thing: in order to choose growth, yes, I look fear in the eye and I say, "I see you." Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. and I'm still walking through you. Mm-hmm. don't you love that i do it's wonderful because fear keeps me out of growth yeah but fear. i can't avoid fear yes because that's what fear wants me to do to avoid it mm-hmm. i've got to look at fear and go yeah. i see you and i'm gonna have courage to walk through you feel the fear and do it anyway thank you Feel the fear and do it anyway. But don't toughen up against the fear. Feel it. Feel the fear. you got to work through that fear, you know. And that's part of growing me. That's part of of this journey of embracing who I am, how I feel, and shifting the way I see it so that I can be it differently. Oh, how I see it so I can be it. Exactly. I've got to shift. (laughs) I've got to shift here. I've got to. I've got to shift here. Yeah. Otherwise, I can't be it. Yes. Sure. And this is to those who are watching. Choose growth. And one of the ways. Yes. And one of the ways to grow is to read, learn, experience, and uh, start with this book. Grow me. Go and get this book from Christina, and let's grow together. We don't allow, we don't want to laugh at you because you're left behind. Just choose growth. <laughs> Absolutely. Just yeah. please embrace growth. And to support you, we've got obviously it's a download on Amazon at the moment. So mm-hmm. at the moment, if you've got a Kindle, it's free. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, or you can it's free at the moment, or you can get the paperback version, yeah, which is printed on Amazon all over the world. So you'll get mm-hmm. a copy, or yeah. if you want the limited additional uh, limited version. Okay. Um, which has got beautiful gold embossed on the front and a note from me. Uh, drop me an email or just go to our website, www.ignitepurpose.com.au and go to the shop and just drop it in the shop and we'll post it off to you because, you know, or you can just download the digital version from the shop for $7. So whatever you want to do, Ooh. I've made this available. I've made this available. I want people to choose growth because it's the only thing we have is choice choose growth and please don't miss this opportunity that's 
ignitepurpose.com.au. That's I-G-N-I-T-E-P-U-R-P-O-S-E dot C-O-M dot A-U. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Go there because you have choice mm -hmm. and I'm here to see you grow. I want to see you grow. There's no shame in that. Actually, there's celebration in growth. So, you know, I think that's really important. Beautiful, beautiful. And we are really honored for you sharing us uh, with us this story and this, this uh, ideas because ideas grow people and ideas are everything. And uh, someone out there has got the idea that, oh, yes, I've been rotting away. I've been decaying away. I need to start growing. So use this idea. Use these ideas and transform your life. Unlock joy. Unlock life. We sit on the outskirts of our life, rotting and waiting. Why don't we live? Why don't we live? Why don't we breathe? And it only comes through growth. It comes through no other way. Mm, beautiful. So thanks, Anthony. It's been quite an honor having you here on Book Talk. But before you go, we'd like you to leave us with a parting shot. That's something that you'd like us to never forget and keep with us. Mm. Go for it. Thank you, Anthony. The things you are walking through in your life today are not good or bad, they are. And if you can see them as a gift and you can start looking at your world differently and you can start being peaceful and kind and generous to yourself, you're going to find a way through and you're going to start living a beautiful life. And it starts with you. So if I could leave something with you, why don't you embrace the gift? I think there's nothing more I want to leave today, but just that. Beautiful. Just beautiful. And this is a reminder to you who is watching this book talk. And uh, we've been having a gift on our show. Who is Christina? And she's leaving us a gift, which is her book, which is Grow Me. And she's giving it out for free at the moment before it launches in the next few days officially. Go get it from her okay. website, ignitepurpose.com. If you can't find it. Not if you can't yeah. find it, you drop me an email and yeah, you can just go an email. and say, uh, yeah. .com.au, I saw you on Anthony's show. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And we'll send you, we'll send you the free and we'll send you the free digital copy. So yeah. if you, you want to order the paperback, you just yeah. let us know it's $15 and there's a little bit of, um, international flight fees if you're sitting in greece or wherever you are wherever you are watching us from yes anthony if i could give you a big hug today i would it's been so lovely to hang out with you thank you thank you too it's been quite a beautiful experience having you on this show and uh we look forward to growing together Exactly. And I look forward to having you on our podcast. So <clears throat> for all the listeners out there, Anthony will let you know when he's there. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, so thank you also the viewers, all those who watch this uh, live or the recorded version. Thank you very much. And we'd like to hear your feedback. So either leave it on bookplacemedia.com or go to ignitepurpose.com.au and leave the review send me a message yes send them absolutely send thank me you very message. much 
and bye for now. Bye. Yeah.